Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh I'm gonna stop talking about that straight. Welcome to twitch.tv slash My name is Graham Day, and I'm joined by Sonic the Hedgehog, who is also joined by <laughs> Bibby and the, the side of one of the Gallagher brothers. I can't tell which one's which because they're both the same person in my opinion. But there we go. <laughs> Uh, more offended in all my time. Uh, I could have said a lot worse, but it's fine. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Anyway, welcome into Twitch.tv forward slash Tesco Plus. My name is Graham. This is Bib. And we are Ice Cream. In true Ice Creamy fashion, this is the scoop. We're going to bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games because we are the UK's number one video games podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. We're going to give you our thoughts and impressions, and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. We want to debate a conversation, and it's important that we do because we turn this stream into a YouTube video uh, and an audio podcast. So it goes on YouTube a little bit later on and then iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Play a little bit later on after that. So if you are in the stream right now, feel free to get involved and chat on behalf of everyone watching on demand. And Jojo has been here since very early on, since like pre the countdown started saying, hello there, it's the scoop. Uh, it's evening here, and I finished my exams. Epic gamer time. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how do you think the exams went, Jojo? So Jojo's been uh, in uh, the, the streams for the past few days um, from like the uh, impromptu PUBG uh, weekend win that me and uh, got on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mentioning that he has um, some uh, exams coming up. Uh, and that's the reason why you couldn't stick around for Master of the League yesterday. But anyway, how did it go? I hope it went well. Um, Yoki Lada, thank you very much for the host. For some reason, that's not popped up in my mini-feed, even though it's popped up in the chat. But thank you very much for the host, dude. Much appreciated. Um, it should have triggered my in-stream lights, unless it did when I went out quickly. Um, hi, good morning. Uh, he says, who are all those other people in the intro? Past hosts. Ish. Some are past hosts, and some are current hosts that you just never get to see because we keep them in a box. Uh, <laughs> Now, we, uh, obviously, we're in lockdown, so most of the stuff that you see in the intro is in the Ice Cream Studio, um, which we're not in the Ice Cream Studio. Um, at the moment, I'm in my home setup and Bib's in his home setup, but we do have a really big, sexy studio um, at the Ice Cream Upload slash Jelly Media Office. Um, and because we're not there, we can't share the broadcast with everyone else because of Corona. So we have the likes of um, Luke, um, who's in the team. He uh, would spend a lot of time playing Switch games, Nintendo games, usually. Um, then we've got the likes of Dan and Connor, who jumped in streams too. Bridie was on the stream. She's uh, a past member of the stream. She's no, uh, she's no longer a part of uh, Team ICU because, well, we, we bumped her off. She was just getting a bit annoying. So, fuck <coughs> that word, Jackie. She, uh, she moved on, but she's still a friend of the channel. She drops in occasionally. Actually. She dropped in, not, I think, last week when I was uh, in a stream. Um, and I can't remember who else is on the intro video, but yeah, we still we still have a lot of the guys. Jack and Dan, Craig, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. You got Craig getting the uh, the first ever ice cream mode uploads chicken dinner. My first chicken dinner on my account wasn't even by me; it was by uh, <laughs> Gatekeeper TV. So there you go. Um, but yes, whoa, morning says Madge. Morning. Uh, hopefully, I did well. Well, fingers crossed you did. Fingers crossed you did, Jojo. And if and if you didn't, well, do you know what? It's just one exam. There'll be more exams. Life is a permanent uh, exam. Uh, so yeah, 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 some sort of metaphor or something. But I thought I can't be asked going that deep. It's too warm here in Manchester. Yeah. Let's just let's just leave it there. Leave it there. Uh, but yeah, how is everyone doing today? It's, it's kind of um, kind of a it's, it's a weird one for news today. It's a slowish news day. Um, 
but there's still enough news for us to go through. So, yeah, yeah, there we go. Good, there we go. Uh, Cumbrian Sophie, good morning as well, dude. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> Why, actually, yeah, just been one-upped. Uh, Jojo says uh, Singapore is permanently warm. Yeah, there is that. There is that. That's showing up. Uh, I, think, though, I couldn't handle that. I think the, the thing is, though, because it's permanently warm, you're kind of used to it. Uh, look at how pasty white me and Bibar. <laughs> and then imagine adding heat to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a big gooey mess. <laughs> Uh, uh, Rock Pie says home of the best F1 track though, so there's that. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, which I mean, I suppose it helps with the uh, the tire stickiness or something. I don't know. I don't really know enough about F1, so I'm just gonna. Well, you know what? Let's leave that as well. <laughs> Thank you for the ice. Cream. Hey, adds with the host as well. He did trigger the lights. Maybe it, if it's if it finishes back on the uh, the ICU purple as it should do, then we know that Yorkie ladders. It did. There we go. So Yorkie ladders worked. Okay. Nice. Nice. Thank you very much, um, Ads. Excuse me. Alpe, it says... What does that say, babe? I can't, I can't quite tell. Uh, it says, hello. I thought you were going to... definitely is. What? I thought you were going to go, uh, hello. <laughs> uh, hello. He's definitely what? Uh, he should be definitely enjoying the... Uh, it, it's funny, really, because he moves over to Spain to get nice weather, and then it turns out to be 28 degrees in Manchester, so... I mean, he's probably... Well, he is right by the beach, so that's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, sucker. Yeah, moving to Spain, being by the beach. Who's the real winner? We've got 28 <laughs> degrees for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, let's jump into some news, shall we? Let's jump into this quick screen, actually. First. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, first bit of news. Uh, it's kind of unsurprising considering there was a Night City wire last night, but the first bit of news, uh, as you could probably guess, and especially if we've seen on our tweets, is around Cyberpunk 2077. This is written by Matt Wales. Let me move my mic a little bit closer. Written by Matt Wales for Eurogamer. Cyberpunk 2077 details weapons and origin story, life paths in the latest live stream, and a little bit about music. Um, although we are on Twitch, so music doesn't exist anymore. Uh, DMCA. I didn't, I didn't say the word music. Fuck, I did. No. Um, We're the only, only channel that's still playing non-copyright music. Everybody else is just not give a shit now and just playing whatever they want. Um, yeah, everyone kind of has peaks and troughs with that. I remember it back in the day when YouTube used to be like that. Everyone on YouTube would be just like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, be fine, be fine. And then um, YouTube has evolved. And if you watch people that are YouTube content creators that work on Twitch, um, they're all like, ah, so you're, you're new here. Kind of like that, that sort of like like meme of the old dude that's been through it all before ah so you're new around these parts that's pretty yeah. much um yeah that's pretty much pretty much the deal dude do, do unicorn i want to buy followers oh no you've been deleted get the fuck out of here <laughs> um anyway jump into the news there's still a few months to go until cyberpunk 2077 is ready to burst forth from the cocoon of its extended development but cd project is already hard at work feverishly cranking the handle of its neon-hued hype machine. To that end, it's now offered a closer look at two more Cyberpunk 2077 features, weapons and life paths as part of its latest live stream. Life paths are potentially the most exciting of the two, unless you're particularly partial to shooting things, uh, as these determine how your time in Night City will unfold, uh, will unfold each playthrough, impacting your uh, both your starting point and how your personal adventure will progress. Cyberpunk 2077 features three distinct life paths, that of Street Kid, Nomad and Corpo, and each offers a very distinct origin story. Those that opt for Street Kid, for instance, uh, have been raised in Night City and are, and are more familiar with the criminal element bubbling away beneath the metropolis's glitzy veneer 
uh, providing them with particular avenues and connections that might prove useful as the story unfolds. Uh, nomads, meanwhile, are outcast among outcasts with a hunger for freedom raised in the desolate, uh, desolate desert badlands beyond the limits of Night City. Those that opt for nomad uh, life will begin their story outside the city and, having recently left their clan, are now trying to get inside to make a new life for themselves. CD Projekt no notes that other paths will still be able to explore the Badlands later in their adventure, as long as they're prepared for, uh, prepared for the danger it holds. Lastly then, are Corpos. These corporate stooges, members of the Arasaka Corporation, are at home in the boardroom rather than on the streets or out in the desert. But while that might imply a more sheltered, less resilient existence, they're still able to leverage their business know-how and other skills to forge their own distinct path. CD Projekt says Cyberpunk's real RPG focus means that life paths aren't just about beginnings and will remain important throughout the game, with each opening up different opportunities, dialogue options, and progression routes during missions. Should you wish to know more, there's some introductory scene setting for each life path in the video. Um, I'm not going to hit the video just because it's 3, three minutes 46, and, and we might as well all just watch it in our spare time. We will drop the link uh, to this article, though, if you do want to see it in the channel. Now, as part of its latest live stream, CD Projekt also took some time to focus on the various weapons players will gain access to throughout Cyberpunk 2077. And just as I say, that did drop the link in. What a guy. Uh, loosely split into three categories, melee, ranged, and cyberware, the latter being offensive body modifications, such as the razor-like Mantis Blade, uh, punch-packing gorilla arms and pro projective launch system. The weapons focus for today's presentation, however, was guns, which also fall into three categories. Power weapons are described as being the most similar to contemporary weapons, all their bullets can ricochet off surfaces, uh, while tech weapons use electromagnetic power to propel uh, metal projectiles at extreme velocity, meaning they can punch through solid surfaces. Lastly, are the smart weapons capable of tracking targets in real time, making it possible to hit an enemy while they're hiding behind cover or even running away. Keen to highlight Cyberpunk 2077's RPG credentials further, CD Projekt stressed that RPG elements will also tie closely to combat, explaining that protagonist V will grow more proficient over time uh, as their rise to Night City legend continu uh, continues. As such, skilled players can expect to utilise the likes of quicker reloads, more accurate aiming and speedier movement. And outside of personal skill, weapons themselves can also be improved to better suit the specific combat situations. Not only do they come in different rarities, legendary weapons might only be accessible by wrestling them out of specific NPCs' cold dead hands, potentially making for some tough choices, they can also be upgraded in a variety of ways. Modifications, for instance, are visible attachments, think scopes and silencers, that offer advantages and more gameplay opportunities. Software mods, meanwhile, are small chips which have the capacity to change the statistics of a gun, such as its accuracy, damage, fire range, and so on, once equipped. CD Projekt has broken out its weapons chat into a separate video if you want to know more. Once again, the link in the chat uh, will give you all the information right there if you need it. Today's live stream, which also touched a, a little on Cyberpunk 2077's music, is only the second to release so far. So plenty, expect plenty more info drops to occur between now and the game's Xbox One, PS4 and PC release on the 19th of November. Big old article there, a lot to go through. Yeah. Uh, Morning, Mr. Thierry and Drake. How the devil are you, sir? How is... I mean, I always get the name wrong. Is it Conqueror's Blade? I'm pretty sure it's Conqueror's Blade, but how, how's that been treating you? Um, I did see that you were live uh, just as we were uh, uh, warming up this morning. Uh, say you're a content partner? I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, anyway, back off that. Uh, bit. Cyberpunk 2077, we have life paths and we have weapons detailed. Yes. 
thoughts? Uh, again, it's uh, this game, I think, should have been out by now. So it feels like we've waited an absolute eternity for this and we are still getting drip feed information. I mean, they're still doing 25 minute live streams for everyone to be able to come in and watch and get a good idea of what it is. And it's interesting to say that the, the in some instances, they're not actually still ha happy with the, the way that the melee works and um, the melee combat. So they still want to be able to try and get behind that and change it as they go along. So there's still a long way for them to be able to go before it comes out in November? Yes, November 19th. 19th, I was going to say 16th, but yeah, November 19th. Um, so we've still got quite a while to go yet. This is all perfect information. It seemed, I hope, that because they've done three different paths, that it's not just going to be like 20-hour game for that one path, but then it's actually a 60-hour game because you have to play through all three. I'd prefer it to be, I don't know, maybe three 30, 35-hour paths, just to be able to get the full instance of all the three different types of ways that you can play the game. Um, I suppose we'll wait and see with that. Uh, what was it? The Street Kid, Nomad and Corpo. So you've got three different ways that you could potentially play the game. That suits me down to the ground. I want to play for three different perspectives. At first, with the way that you, the way that you was reading it out and the way that I was trying to digest it, it felt like it was not borderlandsy in the way that you can upgrade your weapons and you get better weapons as you go along and the more experience points that you get, the the more you can use your skill points to potentially have uh, better accuracy, better deeps, um, better armor, things like that as you go along. So it's interesting to see where this actually launches, uh, the way that we actually see it going forward. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want much to so. Yeah, I mean, it, it is good. The, the way that you have the three different options, uh, so Street Kid is someone that's that's born within the city and you have your connections already. Nomad is someone that is outside of the city and trying to work in, but you've got the connections and everything outside of the city, whereas a corpo is someone that is in the city but isn't on the streets but has um, financial leverage, corporate leverage uh, that you can use. The fact that they split the game into three different stories is good. Um, and it, I kind of, I mean... It's obviously not at all, even in the slightest, like Resident Evil. But it's kind of, like, hopefully it is a little bit like that in terms of, um, so you play Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil 2, you could play as, what was it, Leon and, Leon and Claire? Leon and Claire, yeah. Um, so you, you can play through it, and the, the stories are very similar um, on the overlap. Obviously, this isn't that sort of thing. It's not two separate characters, essentially, just one character, and you choose how you develop that character. But it'd be good if, if someone that did want to play the game three times um, gets to see the same sort of things, but from different viewpoints, different angles. Um, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that will play a game multiple times. I would probably yeah. go in, pick up Street Kid or whatever, and then fly through and probably see some of the nomadic stuff if I go out of the city and probably do some corporate bits as well so I could see some of that stuff too. Um, but I definitely wouldn't be the person that would play through it three times just because i mean i i've got so many games that i don't even play through once never mind playing one one game three times god <laughs> excuse me um the fact that i played through resident evil 2 twice that that was an achievement and a half for me <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i mean that, that actually I do want to do one thing uh just before we move on any further uh it is starring in drake's birthday oh 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 i've i've gone to the wrong the wrong scene oh, we've lost bib Got an Elgato, no signal. There we go. There we go. Uh, it's Starry Drake's birthday, so disco lights. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, mate. Happy 
Happy birthday to you. I don't know if that's picking up. I don't know if RTX is killing that or not, but I was singing happy birthday in my uh, best Stevie Wonder impression. So hopefully, hopefully I did it justice for you. Um, but yeah, yeah, back, in, back into the room. Back into the room. Back into the room. Um, one second. Jojo Leams has discussed FIFA 21. Um, that's not actually on the agenda, uh, but you can submit that. Either drop it in um, uh, the Discord or uh, just tweet it out and then we can... Uh, get it added on. Uh, most likely for tomorrow now, though. Um, I best get into work mode uh, going into Lurk. Thank you very much, Madge. Uh, you, you, you wield your sword of adminness, uh, but 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 quietly. You be the you be the silent mod in the dark. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Uh, Ad says, "Fuck FIFA 21 till the demo." <laughs> okay, now we're having con conflicting messages. Do we do we cover it or do we not? Uh, uh and Drake says, "But I need to hit the ALC soon. ALC all soon. Have a great stream. Looking forward to seeing you uh, on again." Oh well, do you know what? We just give him his birthday celebration, and he's not here. But do you know what? It's fine. We did it anyway. Happy birthday, Tharian Drake. Enjoy uh, the nap. Uh, Madge says, uh, "Best tweeting them beforehand with a FIFA article if you want that." Uh, oh, there you go. There you go. Madge said it already. Uh, impression was so good, you even closed your eyes. Do <laughs> yeah. the uh, the rocket side side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like how they think about it, whether it's going to be trash again. Um, See, I didn't think FIFA 21 was trash, but I didn't play much of it. Uh, it's easy. Everyone thinks any any football game that they pick up, usually in the first 30 minutes to three hours, is lovely. It's, it's fun. It's amazing. It's only once you've played a football game for weeks and weeks and weeks that you start to pull apart. So I'm not saying only, actually, because it is it is possible to pick up a football game and think, okay, well, this isn't great at all in the first few minutes but usually i mean that's why being a video games reviewer is ridiculously hard because a sports game in particular where the, where the the game is won and lost in the finer nuances of the game so f a football game it's, it's how quick you can pass um how fast players can counteract whether through balls are uh broken whether they go too far too short whether over the top through balls are too um too successful uh it's 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 hard as a video games reviewer to go through all of that because quite often the game will come out on a uh i don't know let's say friday you get to review it from monday or tuesday you've got two or three days not only to play it put your time into it and then write all of your words down and put it on onto paper and then release it um which is why you'll find that video games particularly sports games have quite high review scores um but then the user ones tend to fall lower uh because people play it for a long time and when people are pissed off they like to have a bit of a moan um so one, once they've played it for a long time they will get pissed off at the game and then they will go and moan because it's it's easy to find fault with something when you're playing it minute in minute out for for months on end um so yeah rewinding fifa 21 um uh where was the comment um well it's gonna be trash again i didn't think i didn't think fifa 20 was trash but i didn't play it for much uh i uh played fifa 20 vault of more than main FIFA 20. I didn't. I played a little bit of Ultimate Team only to open the packs and shit that came with the game. Um, and I played some clubs with Bib. Uh, enjoyed all of it, really, but I didn't play enough for it to be, become monotonous or repetitive. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played a lot, a lot of FIFA 20, mostly in pro clubs, but I did play a ton of FIFA. I mean, I actually streamed pretty much all of my Volta matches on here as well. Um but yeah, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I'm glad that they've updated Volta because I think that was such an underrated game mode. That people need to start putting a bit of respect on that. The fact that you can now play yeah. 
what it seems to be pro clubs, but in Volta because you can play with your mates and then you might not be able to go and play against another mate's team. So you can't have 10 of your friends and then play 5v5. That might not be it, but at least you can play pro clubs with your mates in Volta now, which like is fantastic. That. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Like a little five-a-side game, amazing. Um, so they need to start putting a bit of respect on Volta's name. We are going to be... The, the whole socials... I mean, Pez has been doing it for years uh, with the My Club uh, and being able to play friendlies with your friends... Uh, sorry, play um, divisions with your friends in My Club. FIFA have now started to do that with Foot. Um, the, the, my, my biggest gripe with FIFA and playing Foot is that the, the, the team strength isn't segregated out. So like in Pez... If you play four-star, you come up against a four-star team. If you play three-star, three-star team. Fair enough, people bodge it so that they can put uh, a black ball in your team um, and kind of take this team strength away from you uh, with white benching. But in FIFA, you don't even get that option. If you've got a bronze team and you just started... I started playing foot in like February, March time, which was stupid. Um, So if I start to come up against... I've got a a silver team, I'm going to come up against people who've got 11 icons in the team. And that's the one thing that's always put me off it. Cause I haven't got time to grind all the objectives. Like it took me forever to get the third version of the Daniel James card. And there was a fourth version. I was never going to get that. Yeah. Um, you, need, you need like have a smart matchmaking that goes, okay, well, you're a, you're a D tier player. You're not going to play against a, a plus or S rank players. You're just going to play against D's or maybe C's. Uh, and it should, the game should kind of give you that. Uh, as your starter, or allow you to predefine. Look, I only want to. I only want to play the same. I don't want to just go in and get smashed. Because yes, I'm not. I mean, not some people won't play a game unless they're going to win. Which is why you get nasty, sweaty people yeah. that will use game breaking glitches or kickoff glitches or or fucking any of the free kick glitches over the years and stuff like that. People play like that because some people have to win regardless. It's not about enjoying it. It's about winning. Winning is more important than enjoying yourself. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so some people will be like that, um, but like the, to to get rid of that for other people, other people will will just go. Well, I don't mind losing as long as I can play a game. So some people won't mind going in and playing against a, a high icon team or whatever, as long as it's competitive. But when it's that yeah. much of a difference, it's not competitive at all. It's literally like school kids versus national teams. It's it's completely different. It's yeah. So yeah, I agree that that having that filtering definitely needs to be in there. I I streamed for like three weeks. My like, shall we say, road to glory of foot. Um, and I was asking, obviously, people give me ideas of what I could try to do to sort my team out. But it just got to the point where I'd have a very basic Premier League gold team, and I do SBCs to try and get a few players in. I can swap them out. I can. I've got a half decent team, but when you go up against eleven icons, you've already you technically already three 0 down before you even step foot onto the pitch. It was just very difficult to be able to play, and every win felt like I'd proper sweated my ass off to get a win. So. If I was to say, if I was to give any advice about it this year, it's obviously try and play it as soon as you can. But it it still won't be enough because you will have to play that game for like eight or nine hours a day to be able to grind out everything that you need. Yeah, it's very difficult game to try and be a social football game, which is where my love for Volta was this year because I could just pick up the pad and just play against a lot of. I won probably ninety percent of my games that I played in Volta because it was you didn't have to have amazing teams. It was just play the football, keep the ball on the ground one touch football and you was you was pretty much there but that is the game name of the game in five aside six aside anyway it's like it, it was football but football. over the top you you get hold of the ball and smack it you could have a goal from it you get hold of the ball and do one uh, flare move you could you could be through the entire team um and it's that, it's that sort of like 
calculated football, but also like uh, instant reward football kind of like the thing. The yeah. thing like it's it's like having a f- normal football, but with just boxes put next to each other. There's none of the middle of the pitch, none of the the slower build up stuff. I mean, obviously that's there's there's beauty in the build up football. But there's yeah. also beauty in just the pow, 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 gold, 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 action, action, action. And that's pretty much what Volta is. This is why people liked, uh, well, even Jojo has just mentioned, actually, OG FIFA Street. Uh, people like FIFA Street, although he says uh, FIFA Street is still better than Volta, in my, uh, in my opinion. I mean, that I, I kind of agree with that. Um, and I also kind of don't, but but I'll come back onto that in a second. But yeah, Volta gives you just the action stages without the... The, some of the other beauties of football, the slow build-up play, the formation changing and things like that, that, that you can have in proper 11v11. You just get the action stuff. Um, but yeah, I do think FIFA Street is better um, because it's developed for purpose. FIFA Street yeah. was made for to have panners, to have players beating players, whereas Volta uses the in-game skill stuff, um, and I don't think it quite works as well i mean i get i get what they've done they've basically just turned the gameplay into into fever street that's volta da-da. but the skills they don't seem you don't beat a man like you did on uh fever street the downside i mean the downside of fever street is if you get hit by someone's panner you get locked in an animation where the ball goes through your legs yeah. and you're like oh, where has it gone which is not really realistic but yeah um i think i think for just something that was included in another game that you don't have to pay extra for, that's lovely for me. I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day. Absolutely. Well, you can definitely assure, you can rest assured that you're going to be seeing a lot more Volta stuff this year. I mean, Graham, you you played Volta this year and played through the campaign, and was you surprised? That, did you was you surprisingly happy with it? Um, I didn't finish it in true Grand Day fashion, but yeah, I was I was happy enough. Uh, the fact that it. I like a story game. I like a single-player story game. Um, Not in knife. I like a, a football game, a sports game. So give me a football sports game with a compelling single-player story game. Um, I mean, it was a cheesy story. Don't get me wrong. It's, but what you, it's, it's kind of like... If anyone's ever seen the film, never back down. It's never back down, but with a football. That's basically what it is. Uh, but that's not a bad thing. I like cheesy shit films. Uh even just the other day, Mr. Tassim Anvir was in the chat. Hello! Uh, oh, actually. Hello. There we go. That's what it sounds like. Um, um, uh, even just yesterday or the day before, I was saying Mr. Tassim Anvir um, has uh, a more developed film sense than I have because I'm quite simple when it comes to films. They don't have to be like deep narratives. As long as it's fun or a happy ending or big, loud, bombastic, give me a Michael Bay right. film. I'll take that all day. <laughs> um but yeah, Volta gives me that cheesy storyline whilst keeping the sport element in there. So I was happy enough for it. Uh, Iceman says Volta felt so clunky for me, not enjoyable. I mean, there, it's definitely, you're not alone in that thought. A lot of people liked it and a lot of people disliked it, um, which, I mean, you, you kind of give or take. First first thing that comes in, uh, first iteration of a lot of things that I put into video games can be a bit like, eh, eh. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed. That started out, I had some promise, but alienated a lot of people that played it uh, and then Assassin's Creed 2 came from it so maybe maybe it's the egg for the omelette of Volta 2 or whatever they're just going to call it or Volta 21 whatever um, uh, but yeah if if that's the starting point hopefully they uh, build on that and give it a, a bit more oof, a bit more substance excuse me I think they've re-added some tiered tournament or even or event type things again excuse me so you can have these silver beast teams again 
Um, Iceman says, I'll still get the demo FIFA, but I highly doubt that I'll go further than that because my expectations are so low, even Hermes from Futurama would struggle to limbo under it. <laughs> nice. Metaphor. We like it. Uh, the need team strength like Pez have, uh, says Ads. Um, uh, also, as Bibbs just said, good morning, Nith. Uh, Greyhound, thank you very much for that. Uh, I've been so low on FIFA for about five years now. And this is the first year in a while I'm liking the moves they're making, though. Hopefully it can be carried on. Like I say, foot isn't my priority, and I hate that it's a gambling sim with no regulations, uh, but people like it for a reason. Yeah, foot, foot and those kind of modes aren't my thing either. Um, I prefer... Um, uh, <laughs> yo, Graham, cheesy Graham. <laughs> uh, yeah, I prefer that story-ish sort of element. Um, so kind of like you might get uh, in Volters or in career modes or in Master Leagues. I much prefer that than than um, the grind of spinning or playing for better players and stuff like that. I prefer to earn my team through... I mean, I'd have more, I'm more suited to old-school Master League online than I am in my club, let's put it that way. Uh, that's kind of more kind of thing where, where, it, where it's not everyone has the same team. There's a bit more uh, restrictions on it, so there's a bit more... Everyone's different. Everyone's kind of competing for reasons and stuff. That's kind of more my thing. Um... But yeah, I mean, FIFA definitely has quite a bit coming. I know we weren't going to talk about FIFA at all. We spent more time talking about FIFA uh, than Cyberpunk, so that I've had to just take the Cyberpunk uh, discussing now slightly off because we're not even discussing Cyberpunk. Um, but yeah, I, I would say just don't, don't, don't expect too much. I know FIFA is good. FIFA always makes something sound amazing. Uh, and by the time it comes out, you, you're absolutely you. You're like, I'm not buying the game when it comes out. You're like, I've got six copies already pre-ordered, uh, just to make sure <laughs> I can get it on day one. Um, but I would say with 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 not even just the, uh, the football games, all games really, I suppose yeah, that's, that's coming out now. Ex give them a bit of leeway because we're just being, we're still in in a pandemic. Uh, so yeah, uh, and we're changing generations. I, I'd say that FIFA has obviously come out big uh, with with the likes of, I mean, the 100 icons, Eric Cantona's in there, Mbappe's on the cover, and, and all this stuff that was in that, that trailer that came out yesterday. Um, uh, they, they've got a lot in there, but but also just keep in mind that, that we are changing generations, so teams are split, and we've had pandemics and stuff as well. So I wouldn't say, even though there's a lot in there, don't expect it to completely reinvent the wheel. I think next year is, is when we start to get that sort of stuff. I mean, obviously, we've got Unreal Engine in a football game to look forward to as well. So, Woo, that's unreal. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got I've got a little announcement here that I didn't even know that I had, which oh. is amazing. I've got enough here for us to be able to do something with. Uh, that was kind of like suspense building. You went, I've got an announcement here that I didn't know I had, and then your audio cut out and you just went, <laughs> and I've got enough here <laughs> to, to do something with. So what was it? Okay, so I've just had a look through my emails, um, and it looks like I've got five keys for Rogue Company. I, I've got pretty much the same as well. <laughs> 10,000 keys. I didn't even know I had these, uh, which is embarrassing because I have been wanting to play this game for quite a while, and clearly I don't look at my emails enough. So what I can do is, if you're happy with this, for those of you that are subscribers in this channel, I can drop one of the keys into the loot drop discard. Do it. 
do we? Are you happy with that? Just just throw one in, throw one in. This isn't the big loot drop, by the way. This is just just, just extras. No. Okay. Do it now. Drop it good. In fact, I've got more than that because on this email itself, it gives me two. And then redeem your Epic Game Store free edition key to play Roll Company today. And then also one for a because they have more. Yeah, then one for a friend. So in fact, there's two. So I've got more than that. I've got about eight eight keys. Yeah. Then you get another email saying, "Here's have four or something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had all of those right, emails. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I've managed to miss this because I've been wanting to play this for a while. That's annoying. Uh, then, right, did okay, so anybody drop. watch... Uh, I mean, obviously, we're talking about a non-Twitch stream, but did anyone watch Dr. Disrespect last night? Uh, his first fully-fledged stream on YouTube, not including his launch stream on Friday. So his first, like, day of the week. So he's streaming now at a normal schedule, I imagine, on YouTube. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He's not. No, he's, he's, he said he's got some... NDA shit or something. Oh, okay, um, but he was back on Wednesday. Well, the uh, what he was doing last night was something that was absolutely engineered. Uh, so he was playing Raw Company in a sponsored stream, um, and everyone in the audience in the chat was like, he was like, I really want to, oh, I really want to design some levels. This this would be a cool game to design a map for. Uh, obviously, seeding uh, the idea of designing a map for it. So everyone in in the chat was like, oh, you should design a map for it. So he's like, yeah, but if we were going to design a map, what map should we design? And then as as he's mentioning that, he's like, we've got 100,000 people in the arena. Oh, the arena is wide open. Arena, 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 arena. And then someone in the chat inevitably went, you should design the arena. So the doc went, design the arena? Maybe we should tweet this at Rogue Company. So Dr. Disrespect tweeted, uh, I'd love to design uh, a map for your game. Um, and then already had a pre-made image saying that he wanted to design the arena. <laughs> so then yeah. they responded saying, yeah, you can do if you want. Uh, you've got 24 hours. Do you accept the challenge? And Doc was like, yes. So I expect uh, an arena map design to be shared today, sometime later on tonight, maybe tomorrow, on social media uh, for uh, Rogue Company. And then I wouldn't be surprised if it's already in development and it's going to be dropped into the game pretty soon. So, so, so yeah, Rogue Company codes... Are, are valuable. So if you want some uh, and you're an Ice Cream Upload subscriber, then just go into the Ice Cream Upload Discord, check out the loot drop thread, and we'll put some spare codes in there. How convenient, says Madge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for you beautiful lot that are in the Discord now, I'm going to tag at episode all of you lot that are subscribed to our uh, Twitch channel. If you have it linked and synced up to the Discord and you're part of the Discord, you are going to receive a notification any second now because I'm yet to press enter. This isn't part of the loot drop stuff. This isn't the actual prize. This is just something a bit extra because I didn't know I had it. And what the fuck am I going to do with nine codes? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Alpe, I'm going to send you a separate one because you're my boy. Um, so we can start to play games together. Okay. Uh, Chappers uh, says, balls, I'm not near my PC, I'm at work. Don't worry, we've got a million codes between us. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, 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 we'll put some in later on. We'll put some in later on. That's fine. We'll share We'll share in there. So don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Three, two, one. Twitch subscribers, go and grab yourself one of the two codes in there. Bosh. Um, speaking of loot drop, if you don't know what it is, I mean, if, with those oh, caps, but, but it should still work. If you don't know what it is, I will show you uh, on screen. Uh, this is a tweet we put out this week. Introducing the ICU loot drop. We want to give a little back to our community, so we'll be giving a gift to one lucky Twitch subscriber each and every month. More details coming soon. Obviously, that isn't including the extra gifts 
like the one that Bibi just put in the uh, the codes that we get. We do get quite a lot of codes, so any unused and spare codes um, that we get from our friends in the games industry, we will be dropping things like that into the channel, uh, into the uh, loot drop channel on uh, Discord. But we posted this little animation last week too. Let's watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking cool. Shout out to uh, Mr. Gatekeeper TV. Monthly subscriber awards. One lucky subscriber picked at random from the ICU Discord gets a prize each month. Um, we have mentioned it previously. We haven't mentioned it on social media, but we have mentioned it previously. We will be giving away an ice cream hat. Oh, green screen behind So one of these bad boys in your style or color of choice. So you can either go for the black flat peak, the black baseball cap, or the blue baseball cap. Um, uh, and yeah, you get to pick, you get to pick. So if you're a subscriber, then yeah, do you know what? The money that you put into the channel, rather than just uh, letting that all disappear into nowhere, we want to give something back. So obviously we, we need to pay to keep the lights on, obviously. Uh, but some of that money has been put into getting little bits of merchandise and other things. So if you're a subscriber, you are committing money to the channel. It does mean a lot. So we want to make sure that you get not just the emotes and being in the chat and all of the benefits that come with that, but we want to give you a little bit something back for your money as well. So, so yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, no fall guys, uh, no fall guy style collision as rushing for a key, please stay safe. <laughs> oh no. Chappers has been eliminated. <laughs> hey, ads. Oh, it's not even ads. That was the, oh my God, Georgia Lean, thanks for the two month reset. Rock Pie, what a guy. Georgia just mentioning he's not got a sub and there we go, drops one on him. There you go, Georgia, enjoy the sub. Uh, make sure to pass on the thanks, which you've done already. I don't even need to say that. You guys already know the manners and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouted ads, I looked at the, uh, my mini feed and it had not updated. It said ads toasted you. I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, Rock Pie, thank you very much, dude. I see that, see that? That's what we like about the Ice Cream Plus community is, is that um, Georgia, not in a position where he could subscribe, which is a regular thing. So many people can't subscribe. There's so many channels you can't subscribe to them all. Uh, and um, yeah, Rock Pie just instantly drops in and goes, pow. Uh, that's what we like. That's what we like. It's never, it's never, ever welcome to ask for subscriptions on a channel, but it's nice to see people helping out other people that don't have subscriptions. That's a completely different thing. So GG, oh, GT Rock Pie. Just one thing as well. Uh, Alp is taken one of the ones <laughs> that was in there. Uh, the discard, even though I had one set aside for him, so I've replaced the second one with the new code. So if you tried before, you've got a new fresh one there. So first come, first serve for the second line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Smurf says sharing the ice cream love. You goddamn right, sharing the love tonight. Uh, anyway, uh, recap. Seeing as we didn't spend actually that much time on it, we we, we got into a a loot drop. Uh, hole that we fell into straight from a FIFA hole. Uh, <laughs> the original hole that we were in was the Cyberpunk 2077 hole. Excuse me. Uh, that's what she said. Um, so, so new details came out last night in the Night City Wire live stream where life paths, there's three life paths to choose from. Uh, Street Kid, Nomad and Corpo, each of them offer you a different path through the game uh, so that story is different. There's also uh, a lot of RPG elements in terms of progression, in terms of customizing your weapons as you go, in terms of uh, the way that your story impacts on all of that. So yeah, a lot to uh, look forward to if you are playing Cyberpunk. I do want to say something controversial because I said it to Bib off stream before we went on. I am getting, a, it's not even out and I'm already getting a bit of Cyberpunk fatigue though. 
because everything is so big and so loud and so exciting. And it almost seems like everyone wants to be on on the good side of cyberpunk. I don't know if this is the right way to say that. I just, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, more cool stuff, great. Uh, just give me the fucking game and then I'll see it for myself. Because at the moment, I'm like, just like, it's been so long. I mean, over a year ago, we saw Keanu Reeves uh, tell everyone that they're breathtaking. Or oh, was it two years ago? No, it was last year, it was last year. Uh, so we've had that and then we've had the game delayed and now we've got Night City Wire 2 and with, there's already Night City Wire 3 on the way. The game's still not out for ages. And I was saying to Baby, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited for for the Mafia remake than I am for Cyberpunk right now, and I think that I think that's maybe a fatigue mm. thing. Not that not that Cyberpunk doesn't look good; it does look good. I do want to play the game, but I think maybe I've just seen too much of it now, so I'm kind of like like it's yeah, Cyberpunk fatigue. I'm, uh, okay, I'm I'm not bothered now until the game comes. You have my you have my attention, but you don't need it from now until launch because you've got it. Whereas Mafia, that's more my thing now because it's just it's just. Yeah, more hands off and, and stuff. I don't know. What, what, am I the only one that's thinking that that way, or or is everyone else? Is anyone else having the same sort of thought process? I think uh, in my head, mentally, I think it's because I know it should have probably been out by now, uh, so I feel like I'm already missing out. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. I, just, I, I am looking forward to it. I can't wait for it to come out. I will be playing this day one. Um, it's very rare this day and age that I'm able to just get hold of a game and play it day one, a day one, either because I can't afford it or um, I just haven't got the time. But this is definitely one that I've been looking forward to for so long, and it's right up my street. So I definitely will be playing it day one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Chapa says I was trying to get to my Epic Games thing and I've missed what just happened. Uh, um, Rock Pie just gifted a sub to uh, Jojo, uh, so we're all high fiving because we're all. We're all amazing community. Yeah. It's nice to see. And then uh, we dropped some uh, um, Rogue Company codes into the loot drop on the Ice Cream Discord for people that want them as well. There will be more codes going in later on, though. So if you've missed it, then don't worry. Don't worry. Um, everything they share is a joke. This whole news in little drabs from games, Sony, Microsoft, etc. We'll bring E3 back, please. I mean, I, I like the constant news thing. I do. I do like the um, the constant news of State of Plays and, and uh, the Inside Xboxes or whatever they're fucking called. I can't remember. Uh, is it an Inside Xbox? I don't know. We'll, we'll say it is. So I'm liking this stuff. Um, but I do miss having an anchor for the industry to kind of move around. I do miss that. Um, because we're almost perennially... We'll, we'll get some news, but it's not the end news. It's the news before the next news, which comes before the end news. And we're just kind of perennially waiting for more news. Chappers has gifted a sub to Rock Pie. Oh, there we go. Returning the love. Returning heroes. the love. Uh, you absolute heroes. Absolute heroes. Uh, do you know what? Does it not feel better having a sub that someone else has given to you, uh, like, in return? I mean, uh, Rick Pye could have just dropped that sub on himself, but he's given one to someone else, so he's got that feeling of, I'm, I'm a good person. Uh, yes, and then Chappers has just done it back. That's what I like to see. GG, guys. GG. Hero stuff. Thank you, guys. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um... How does one enter the loot drop again? If you have Discord and you're a subscriber, if you go into uh, uh, into our, our Discord, um, do they have the link anything or do they just get the role of subscriber already? Uh, no. So what they need to do is, if you are in our Discord, if you go to your own profile, like away from everything, uh, away from any Discord uh, server, if you go to your own prior uh, own profile, there should be something called connections. Uh, if you go there and you link uh, your Twitch account to your profile, 
and you are in our server, it will automatically show you as a subscriber to this channel. And you, because I've set it up to be like that, it'll you on the right hand side. It'll say like tier one, tier two. It'll show you as a, a subscriber on there. Yeah. So if you're a subscriber and you've linked it all up, you will get access to Loot Drop. You only subscribers get access to the Loot Drop it because that's obviously the, the only way that we can reward the people that, that reward us essentially. Um, but, I mean, we do have other giveaways and stuff. So exclamation mark giveaway if you're not a subscriber. And we do have the sprinkles if you're not a subscriber. So there are still ways to interact with the channel if you're not in a position to subscribe. Uh, but naturally, we want a way uh, to reward those people that are helping to support us because that's just the way the world works. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm still looking forward to it, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, but I agree with you, Graham. Maybe fatigue is not the word. Just want to play it now rather than see or hear about all these details. Yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe that's it. Um I don't, yeah, yeah, I think you're probably, probably right. Maybe it isn't fatigue. It's, it's, don't tell me about stuff. Let me play it. It's like, it's like when you're watching a film and someone goes, oh, this bit's going to be really good. Yeah, I know. I know it because I'm watching it. How about I see it and then we talk about it afterwards? Not tell me now because, so yeah, you're probably right with that, to be fair. Um, uh, Fall Guys was market to perfection, game releases, ship them all like that. Fall Guys is a bit different though. Fall Guys um, came with no expectation, no real real build-up um and came at a low point um because we've had the the last of us we've had uh tsushima we don't have games really now until uh september um so we're in this kind of like low i mean obviously someone might go yo you forgot about blah we're in this period where we don't have console news we don't have next gen news we don't have uh, game news we're still waiting for news on on miles morales and technical stuff and 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 another sub uh, ads yes. thank you very much for the hey. five month resub ads you beautiful guy yeah 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 Japan's with the gifted sub okay that's not showing up on my screen ah it's because i'm i've not scrolled my chat uh, my chat down my god my notifications are all over the place I, i've only <laughs> i've only just got uh chappers has gifted a tier one, uh, tier one sub to rock pie on my screen yet so i'll catch up i'll catch up but chappers again what a guy what a guy what a guy what a guy um yeah, okay, I'll scroll the chat back up, so I'm probably still going to keep missing notifications. So you guys keep dropping subs. I'll keep calling out other people for it. It's fine, it's fine. We're sharing the love, and I'm sharing the uh, the praise. It's good, it's good. Uh, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about now. Uh, oh, yeah, that was it, Fall Guys. Fall Guys came when there's nothing else really there, and it was the same way that Rocket League nailed it. Rocket League and Fall Guys are quite similar. They both came free on PS Plus, which gives everyone instant access and a lot a lot of youtube and twitch channels um might be people that play games on pc and have huge pc audiences but they also have bigger underlying console audiences um so the kids that might sit there and watch uh, streams hours and end on youtube and twitch and so on these might not have full pc rigs at home but they've got a tv and a playstation so they can all jump in and play rocket league they can all jump in and play Fall Guys, but Fall Guys came at the end of a generation when everything's a bit quiet. Rocket League came at the start of a generation when everything's a bit quiet. Everyone, yeah. everyone got PS Plus on the PS4 and got oh, what's that? What's that shootery game? I can't remember what it's called. Warframe. Uh, no, just a, it's like a little side scrollery kind of like almost like a Space Invader thing. It'll come back to me eventually, but but that and Rocket League both came very early on um, on PS Plus. Uh, and the first, that whatever the shooter you want, Resogun, that's it. Resogun got played shitloads by everyone. It wasn't my kind of game, but I played a lot of it because there wasn't that much to play. And Rocket League uh, came fairly early on as well. But yeah, 
they they're just perfectly timed. It's more about hitting the right thing at the right time as opposed to like a pure marketing plan. But yeah, but even still, they've then nailed their social and everything around it beyond that. So GTQ's still that. Um Cyberpunk should be epic, says Madge. Uh, uh, Chappers says, Rockpile, you are subject chief. Uh, this is the bit that I wanted to get to. That's why I've not scrolled my chat because I don't want to lose it. I see you have the gifted sub badge, but not the sub badge. Because uh, uh, I got you, if not. <laughs> no, I haven't subject. <laughs> there we go. That's what you like to see. That was the uh, the conversation that was going on for. Uh, uh, des deserve a nice little badge of your own if you've been a G who's gifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Enix says, it seems the main inf info we get from E3 is being spread out over months because of COVID, which is understandable, but we are consistently in the unknown. Example, normally by how, uh, by now we would normally know a console's UI, people who played games on the actual console, etc. COVID has held back, but light side point, key information is just spread way too much, which means we get scraps rather than a meaty joint of information that keeps us tied over for a few months. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, as player says, I'm not a sub games cost too much, and then at Chappers, <laughs> uh, uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Rocket League, uh, the new one is now uh, at 85% discount one month from launch. Resogun, there you go. Magic had jumped already in it. Uh, is Rocket League not becoming free, though? Um, is, it doing new? is it? I don't know. Uh, Rocket yes, League has genuinely been one of the most ridiculous successful games I've ever seen. It's like seven years old and we're still playing it because it's freaking free. Well, it was. Uh, and not only is it freaking free, it's it's like... It's like Fall Guys. It's stupidly easy. You've got a football game and a racing game, but all of the stuff that makes football games good, like all of the physics, all of the uh, the uh, inertia, all of all that stuff is just kind of like just got rid of, and it's just like you just it, we simplify the mechanics. The reason people like PES Five and PES Six is because it's balanced. The reason it's balanced is because there's less things to keep the balance off. It's just like a Call of Duty game. When you when you have Call of Duty Four online and you've got like perks like Juggernaut and Stopping Power. Juggernaut, you take more damage before you die. Stopping Power, you deal more damage, but you take less damage. It's kind of like um, uh, rock paper scissors. Uh, if you play rock paper scissors, it's perfect balance. You've got one thing that you can defeat, one thing that you can lose to. Simple jobs are good in. And that's kind of what Rocket is. It's more like paper scissors as opposed to like stone paper scissors with fire and and, and water and and jet streams and and whatever. It's, you add all of that stuff into football games, and it becomes harder to balance. Where Rocket League is really easily balanced, and the same thing with uh, Fall Guys too. It's colourful, it's bright, it's easy access, and it's it's based on foundations that you understand, but much much simpler uh, to play and jump into. Um, uh. I don't know, this is from uh, EA 3 versus 3 Combat Arena Shooter. Um, it's turning free soon, so it's it's not free at the moment. Uh, what What is? What is? I don't know. Uh, it was when it first dropped, but that's great if it's coming free again soon. So people are still paying for it. It's just a fun a fun game. Fall Guys is getting boring already. They need more content and maps. Well, it's only in Season 1, and it is getting boring already, I agree. Um, I said that it wouldn't last forever uh, at the height that it is. When I saw some people saying, "Oh, this I can see this lasting like like um, Rocket League," I don't. I think the fact that there's so much RNG in it means that Rocket Rocket League is a competition, whereas Fall Guys is is it's a knockout with luck um, uh, tied in with skill. So I don't. I can't see it lasting as long. But I agree that it does need more content. I think that's going to be the issue for it, though. Uh, not that. Mediatonic is tiny, uh, but not that Devolver Digital is tiny either. But they don't have the resources that 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 Epic does, and the, the speed and the s size and the scale of the content that comes out of uh, Fortnite is not going to be 
uh, anywhere near what comes out of Fall Guys. And I think people, you will see people turn on the game. My prediction is you will see people turn on Fall Guys when they don't get the content as fast as they want. When people are tired of um, ping differentials, like in in the, the the Royal Fumble where you've got to grab the tail off someone else, you'll go right up behind someone and you'll bah to grab the tail and it doesn't give you the tail. Uh, whereas they'll be about six feet away from you and they'll pop the tail straight off you. Things like that will start to piss people off. And if there's no new content coming, that'll weigh people down. So like I said before, you live long enough to see yourself become the enemy kind of thing. That's yeah. Fall Guys will fall into that. Everything does. Sadly, sadly, that's the way the video game world works. Well, the, the, the thing that uh, I think to give it a bit more longevity is uh, obviously they've got the season. <clears throat> they've got a battle pass, shall we say. So yeah, the more XP you get, the more stuff you can achieve. But they'll need to. I think they need to include something along the way. Like I've played it now. I've played a couple of hours of it. I've not. I've not won anything on it. I've not even come close. Um, but ha adding stuff like uh, staying alive on hexagon, the one way the hexagons when you when you're on it for like a second and they fall through, like hexagon. trying to stay alive on hexagon yeah trying to stay alive for i don't know two minutes and you get xp off the back of that just giving you little smaller uh, achievements as you go along like little missions to complete as you go along yeah i am um, I, I agree with that i agree with that because that gives you the it's, it's like having the side missions in PUBG. so loot a level two vest or something you, you might not win the game but you can you get a, a feeling of progress as you go there is a little bit of that with the season so that you get quite uh, points to put towards uh um skins and attires and things like that um but yeah yeah, yeah i agree i agree um uh, tired of seeing every article on social media post being fall guys um it's just it's just the way the world works it's it's that's where the easy clicks are so everything gets pushed towards that it's the same with if it's not fall guys it's playstation and xbox and if it's not playstation and xbox and fall guys cyberpunk um well it will be for the next two days and then it'll go back onto whatever it'll probably remain on fall guys for the time being uh, on the gaming news thing i think the COVID situation has also shifted expectations of consumers many still at home uh, and putting more of a focus on gaming are expecting lots of news double-edged sword you get it uh you might uh, might not be what you want uh, you don't get it it's negativity on social media cliche but we genuinely are in an unprecedented situation and even gaming companies are trying to adapt via trial and error 100 mr t spot on um uh enix says they're all returning because uh, the servers are still messing up they already said they don't have the resources to ever add a course creator etc is what people are crying for at the moment and that's the thing miles away P people are, are are seeing it in the same vein of form as fortnite but fortnite was a game that was pre-made uh like to be something bigger than it ever will be like fortnite save the world is, is much bigger and more advanced than fortnite battle royale so they had all of that ecosystem built they just well, oh, well, we'll pick these parts off it and turn it into what we know as fortnite now um so they've then they didn't have to do masses of developing and, and so on to try and do it. they could then use all of their much larger development teams epic to just go okay well we can work on the creative mode and we can work on all of that stuff while people just enjoy what the game is whereas fall guys has launched at something much smaller without all of that stuff in the background and without the dev teams to do it so yeah they are and, and you can't just go okay more devs and just plug them in because people need to learn the systems need to learn how it works you need to go through the process of hiring people and bringing them in and training them and and how do you do that in a pandemic world as well so yeah it's gonna it's, it's it will go go bad for them at some point but uh i'm not sure mm. i'm not sure fall guys socials are run by oliver age 24 right 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Their social media guy is some YouTuber who everyone thinks is Jack Frags. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I used to watch him back in the day with my mates, caught me off guard when I realized he was doing that out. So, Oliver is 24. Is that a YouTuber? Uh, he's giving it magic some smaller games, I think. He moved to this game and I smashed it, so his career is probably. Uh, Made uh, turned a 1k social account into 459k account, but some of that is to do with the game hitting a niche nostalgia to Keshire Castle, um, and and endurance, and it's a knockout and everything that's existed for longer than Takeshi's Castle as well. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's purely being in the right place at the right time, mixed with uh, having the right approach. Um, so being that kind of community manager is amazing. Seeing someone do that kind of work and being that kind of responsive and reactive and um and delivering personality through it is good um but it's much easier to do that when you have infinite content coming in uh so you're seeing people designing their own skins uh seeing people uh sharing clips of their wins seeing people sharing clips of their losses you're getting professionals you're getting amateurs you're getting uh celebrities and sports stars all sharing their content it's easier uh to be it's easier to be a good social media manager when everyone is on your side and you have an endless supply of content. You just, you literally can just react to it all day. You don't even need to plan. As long as you're at your key beats of when the maintenance and, and when new stuff's coming and whatever, um, it's easy to be that. When it starts to go bad, that's when we'll get the proper test to see whether their social media can manage with it then that's the thing and that's i hope they do because I, I genuinely it has been a breath of fresh air to see nice social media that has the freedom to be a person and not uh, a customer services bot that just regurgitates messaging that's been approved it's nice to see it but hopefully they can keep that stuff going too um spot on Graham, right place at the right time, lightning in the bottle situation. Hundred percent. Uh Fall Guys Esports series with Ninja Warrior courses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be to be honest, some stuff he has done with that social media you won't be able to do with bigger games companies. You won't be able to do with most of them. We had this conversation, I think, last week. Uh the biggest thing he plays on the club stuff, so getting people to make skins, etc., and then getting the other companies involved. There is a lot of that. Um and the other companies are just doing it to cash in on the social media stuff. But once that dies off, then then where do you go then? It's nice to you make hay when the sun shines. So doing that stuff, getting tied into the other companies is is good. It's good. So they did stuff with Cyberpunk and, and, and uh, online, uh, uh, online sharing those conversations. But where do you go when that dries up then? How do you get that um how are they dragging that in? Are they gonna is that gonna lead to some some content down the the line is season two gonna have a cyberpunk skin or, or whatever uh and that's the thing where fortnite you could see them doing that do devolver um and their backing of mediatonic is that gonna be enough are they gonna have the resources to do that i'm not so sure but we'll see we'll see i mean not not saying that i think i, I want them to fail or, or i expect them to fail i don't want them and i don't expect them to but i think it's it's, it's a possibility and i hope they don't fall down um if all into that trap but we'll see how they, we'll see how they go um now we can link it back to cyberpunk because they're trying to uh, collab with cd project Red. there you go boom uh, this is the stuff you don't plan it just happens when you ride the high wave 100 percent, 100 percent. like we've done with this conversation uh riding the high wave from cd project red through pez through fifa uh through the loot drop through fall guys and now back into cd project red and cyberpunk so there you go a lot a lot of conversations um we do have three more stories to go i'll jump into this one um because well, well we've pretty much just been speaking about it so this is the next bit of news full guys 
has sold over 2 million copies and 60 million beans have fallen over in the process. Written by Kian Mayer for VG247. Four Guys Ultimate Knockout has sold over 2 million copies in just one week and 60 million jelly beans have fallen over in the process. The news comes from a tweet published excuse me, by the official Devolver Digital Twitter account, which you can check out below. Uh, the incredible team at Mediatonic and the super chill at Fall Guys Game Community have put up some wild numbers in just one week. Big thanks to all for the great Jelly Bean vibes. 1.5 uh, million crowns grabbed, 2 million copies sold on Steam, 60,000 uh, fallen Fall Guys, 23 million hours watched on Twitch. The incredible... Oh, I don't know which read that one, never mind. Uh, as you can see from the attached port of the game, has sold a whopping 2 million copies on Steam in just a single week. Meanwhile, 1.5... Do you know what? I've just gone over all that. Ne never mind. None of this comes as a particular surprise, uh, as particularly surprising given how quickly Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout became an internet sensation. It hit 120,000 concurrent players within 24 hours of launching, and 56,000 of those players were playing on Steam. The numbers have quickly skyrocketed even further, securing the game's instant success. Uh, if you've yet to play or see Fall Guys for yourself, this video is of somebody uh, ruining another bean's career. Should give you a pretty idea of what to expect. We're not going to watch the video, but there we go. We'll leave it there. So Fall Guys, as you'd expect, is absolutely smashing it in the numbers charts. But it's a free game, uh, and it's a game that's trending. So if you don't have it on PS Plus and you want it on Steam, everyone else is playing it. So that gives you well, candy. Exactly. You have to buy it. Sorry, I'm just stretching at the same time. I think it's like 16 quid on Steam. Yeah, so that yeah. surprises me a lot. So you're 2 million copies sold on Steam. Um, but 16 quid for a brand new game that everyone else is playing, um, as opposed to 30 to 40 quid for a brand new game that everyone else is playing. It's it's, it's it, Even though we're, we're looking at it from the angle of someone that has a PlayStation, if you don't have a PlayStation, that part of it's irrelevant. It's still good value proposition for the replayability <laughs> And to just cash in on everything else that everyone else is doing around you, sixteen quid is is uh is twenty four ninety nine on Steam says Rock Pie. Oh well, there you go. Even still, twenty four ninety nine compared to thirty four forty four ninety nine. Um, twenty four ninety nine still still an easy option. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, the numbers are changing. A number of pounds. <laughs> um, no wheel of fortune. Uh, higher or lower? <laughs> Price is right. Uh, yeah, it's um. It's still, it's still cheap enough. Twenty four ninety nine is the collector's edition. Uh, it's still cheap enough. That that less than twenty quid uh, for a game that yeah, it's only a small game. It's not a massively in depth game, but it's about the experience, the hours, and and what you can get out of it. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not bad. If they get one hundred percent profit, Steam take a cut. They made forty million. Um, uh, Gad Gad says just paid thirteen ninety nine. Uh, did you get that from a a, a code site, a, res a reseller, or whatever they called? Um, but yeah, exactly. There you're thirteen ninety nine. Um, key websites. Yeah, exactly. Um, for thirteen ninety nine, some games are offering you passes that are almost that price, kind of thing. So yeah, that's not really that much. I thought <laughs> I thought that was like a dodgy Steam website then. What through, through Ste Steam Steam Wham. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. Uh, uh, that just made me think a little bit. Rock Pies prices are in euros. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, not on Steam, they cut Devolver 2. Uh, yeah, publisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, is it not 18.99? Any advance on 18.99 going once, <laughs> twice. Uh, anyway, something that some people might not want to spend 18.99 on, let's push ahead, is the Fast and Furious Crossroads. Yay! Do you know, I, I was genuinely just saying yesterday to Bib that uh, it looks. It doesn't look great, but I still want to play this game. But anyway, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads reviews call it the worst game of the year. <laughs> yeah, Graham wants to play this one. Written by Andy Robinson for VGC, Bandai Namco title receives highly critical early reviews. Uh, 
the first Fast and Furious Crossroads reviews have been published following the game's release last week, with each offering an extremely critical verdict on a uh, verdict on the movie tie-in. Eurogamer calls the Bandai Namco game a clash that's so basic, so lacking polish, and so packed full of fundamental oversights and errors, you've got to wonder what calamity befell its development. <laughs> nice. That's just the first quote. Uh, Push Square has given the game a 3 out of 10 review score, calling it lacking in every department possible, from shallow, repetitive <laughs> gameplay through to the abysmal visuals that belong on previous generation of consoles. And finally, Game Reactor has given Crossroads a 3 out of 10. In its review, the publication calls Fast and Furious the worst game of the year so far and unimaginative, sloppy, pointless, ugly, and lacking in variety of some of the worst licensed games ever made. <laughs> Uh, it's understood that publisher Bandai Namco did not distribute media reviews copies for Crossroads. In the UK, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads debuted at number 17 in the chart, although its performance seems disappointing. This data only tracks physical game sales and does not include digital. Build as a team-based vehicular heist action game set in the adrenaline-fueled Fast and Furious universe, Crossroads was developed by Project Cars Maker Slightly Mad Studios, which Codemasters acquired in 2019. The PS4, Xbox One, and PC title was originally scheduled to release in May, but its launch was pushed back following a delay to the latest entry in the movie franchise. Universal published uh, F9's theatrical release, uh, pushed uh, F9's theatrical release from May 2020 until April 2021 due to concerns over the coronavirus. And it sounds like they should have pushed the game back that far too. Uh, just, I'll still play it. I'll still play it. I will still play it. <laughs> the... I can't imagine how much they would have spent on licensing for this game. Like the amount of profit that they must they must have been so far in the red now when this game comes out, it's gonna be unbelievable. Um just just jump back in the chat. Uh this game looks so bad. I want to play it, says I seem uh, I saw them advertising this hard on LinkedIn, but it looks uh looks shocking uh, like so so bad. It uh, looks rough, this one says Madge. I'm excited to see how Nerd Cubed and Dunky talk about it, to be honest, says Chappers. Uh why? The reasoning for that. Uh, Salty Dog UK says, doesn't look good for Project Cars 3. Uh, Asim says, that's it. I'm getting it. Asim is sold. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the amount of money, like you say, that would have spent on, on the Fast and Furious license, and not only that, to have uh, Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, uh, his voice in, in game as well, to have Michelle Rodriguez, aka Letty from the Fast and Furious films, in game uh, as well, having her voice. They're the only two that I know. There's probably more. I won't, I won't be surprised if we have Tyrese in there. Um uh what's he called what's he called ah uh, the um there's a there's a luda ludicrous that's it ludicrous um yeah so so Lud i won't be surprised if ludicrous's voice is in there i won't be surprised if they have some voice clips from paul walker from the films and stuff in there as well um uh, so all of those potential uh People are going to get paid. Lud not Ludacris. Uh, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez appeared at, was it the Game Awards? To say we are so fucking hyped. We are gamers. Uh, we play games all the time when we're not on screen. So it's now it's a pleasure to be able to say that we actually have our own video game going. And everyone's like, fuck yeah! We've got a Fast and Furious video game! And then they played it and it was like, fuck, it's on the PS1! <laughs> no! <laughs> uh... So, yeah, do you know, there's actually a trailer, a gameplay trailer within the article. I'm going to hit play on that just so we can see the loudest trailer in the world. Uh, take down enemies with epic gadgets. It does look like a... It looks like Driver. Skipping. 
This this looks incredible. <laughs> it looks so. And I've played so many shit games in my time. This looks like it would definitely would take first place. <laughs> this is so, so. Uh, it's it's just so. I'm not even gonna put a word. It's just so so. <laughs> Have you seen Rock Pie's uh, Rock Pie's uh, comment in there? I like this quote from a review. The campaign could be clocked in around five hours, though. You certainly won't want any more of it. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Amazing. Uh, thanks for stopping by, Jojo. I'll speak to you soon, pal. Yeah, cheers for dropping in, dude. Thank you very much. Um, why release this game seriously and waste? It could have just been put on mobile. It's not even a, like yeah, it's not a waste. It's it's a it's an idea and a dream that's just been absolutely shat out. Someone's gone. Do you know what? We've made nine Fast and the Furious movies, and a lot of them are questionable. But people like me uh, will still be paying to go to see the ninth one in the cinemas next year because fucking Fast and Furious, the first one reminds me of that childhood fucking days of, of like, yeah, I want, I want to get up, uh, grow up and get a Nissan Skyline. Yeah, I want a neon ground kit and stuff like that. I mean, I don't anymore. I mean, maybe I still do. But but uh, but like, it's like it's, it's a series that stuck with me and people love it anyway. And it's got The Rock in it now. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's a license to print money if you do it right. Even when the films aren't done right, they print money. So the game, if you if you can do that right, you can print money. And they just haven't done it right. They've taken the idea that, and they've just, just shat all over it. It just It's just not good. It's just not good. It's just not good. It, there's a game called Ride to Hell Retribution, um, which is... Uh, comically bad it's it was like one out of ten i think it was on most places um and it's used as the barometer for like being the worst game ever um this is nowhere near that but it's just like it's like you don't want to aim for that you want to aim for like the peaks you want to give us like need for speed most wanted on the ps2 those sort of vibes looking at this it looks like it has aimed for need for speed most wanted on the ps2 give us the ps4 version fuck's sake uh uh, look at them sparks, uh, like a bad burnout, top level particle effects. <laughs> Apart from Wheelman, reminds me of Spy Hunter on PS2. It's a AAA game price uh, of 50 quid. Oh really? Yeah, I've actually just checked. I've just checked this on Steam. It is actually 50 sheets. 50 English. 50 of the Queen's English pounds for this bag of shit. Who is buying this? But then again, 30 people have reviewed it, mostly negative. Um, people, oh my god, 50 sheets. People are, are just going to spend the money uh, because the films aren't arguably the greatest in the world. I mean, I still enjoy them, um, but some people love the films and and they're not the greatest. So some people would just absolutely throw the money at the game and probably enjoy it as well because you could probably there's probably an enjoy an enjoyable bit underneath, but you have to kind of take a lot of the shit at face value as well. And a lot of people will will do that. Um, but yeah, still fifty quid. Yikes! Yikes! Um, uh, Rides of Hell Repetition. If you like it that much, Graham, the deluxe version is available for seventy-five pounds. Uh, yes, wallet. this game has the deluxe version. My my wallet's downstairs. 
Damn. I do actually want to play it. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can reach out to anyone at Bandai Namco and get me a copy so I can play it on the channel. Uh, the thing is, um, not to watch this, but... Ride to Hell Retribution is incredibly bad, says Chappers. The thing is, we worked on Ride to Hell Retribution-ish. We didn't directly, um, but the game was um, published by Koch, I think it was, uh, or maybe it was distributed. I can't remember. Either way, we we had, about, about 10 years ago, um, briefings about it coming to social media stuff, um, and... I remember it not being great, and there was conversations of, do we lean into it and go, fuck it, it's it's a shit show, but you can still play it, hey! Or do we just ignore it entirely? Yeah. And, and obviously, the the end result was Koch didn't develop it. Uh, they weren't like they weren't massively invested in it, so they was like, yeah, let's just pretend it doesn't exist, and we we don't. If we talk about it, people know that we're linked to it. <laughs> uh, I mean, people know because their names are on the covers art and everything like that. But the the decision was to just stand off away from it. Um, so yeah, I wonder wonder what Bandai uh, are doing. I wonder if uh, have a, someone someone have a look at their Twitter. Are they are they talking about it? Because they will be doing. But are they talking about it every day, or have they spoken about it like because they have to? And then are they leaving it alone? That'd be interesting to see. Because uh, brands, it's this this risk management. Do we talk about it? Because if we talk about it, we might get sales. But if we talk about it we might also not get sales and just get thrown in with it as well. So it's interesting to see if Bandai Namco get on board uh, or if they just leave it to um, Slightly Mad Studios. Be interesting. Uh, we need to see Bibby getting jiggy with a big rigger. <laughs> getting Bibby with it. Getting Bibby with it. When you're asking in that, could you uh, get me Captain Subasa Legends editions on the Switch? <laughs> If we get any Switch games, uh, uh, I, I'm even I'm second in the pecking order for Switch games. If we get a Switch games, Bibby's the one that's probably going to play it. Uh, uh, although he did, he said he didn't like the look of Captain Subasa, so maybe I'd I'd, I'd take that one off him. Uh, still coming about Captain Subasa. <laughs> also, a Bandai Namco published game. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's jump back in. Uh, there is only one more bit of news now because we've uh, skipped past two. We, I, I, I said we don't have that much news. Yesterday and today, and we're still like almost an hour and twenty minutes in already. So, do you know what? It's a good job we can all chat shit amongst ourselves. I mean, the the gifted sub frenzy has helped once again. Thank you very much uh, for that rock pie and chappers. You absolutely was. Um, still don't have chappers' second gifted sub, the one that he gifted to ads either. That's not showing up in my uh, mini feed. It's bugged. It's bugged. Clearly, we were too generous, too quick. It, it hasn't caught. But jumping into the final bit of news, Twitch Prime is now Prime Gaming. Uh, so Amazon is making a change to Twitch Prime, written by Sharif, Seed for, uh, Sharif Saeed for VG247. The article says, Amazon announced today that Twitch Prime is being renamed to Prime Gaming. Twitch Prime was the banner under which Amazon offered a number of benefits to Prime members, and the name further aligns it with Amazon Prime. Uh, existing benefits such as monthly free games, one free channel subscription, in-game content, and bonuses will all remain. As with Prime Video, Amazon Music, and Prime Reading, uh, Prime Gaming will now join existing services available to custom Amazon customers as part of their Prime subscription. Excuse me. <clears throat> Prime members already get the best of TV, movies, and music, and now we're expanding our entertainment offerings to include the best of gaming, said Prime Gaming uh, GM Larry Plotnick. We're giving customers new content that makes playing their favorite games on every platform even better. So no matter what kind of games you love and no matter where you play them, they'll be even better with Prime Gaming. Just track all your benefits, head over to the Prime Gaming homepage on Amazon. Um, uh... Do you know what? I, I, I haven't looked into this. I got an email, which I saw yesterday, which pretty much said all of that. Um, 
but I did see some people getting up in arms, so I kind of need to look into this. I don't know what I don't know what the 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 negativity around it is. I, I mean, I saw some people saying they don't like the fact that it's Prime Gaming because Twitch Prime gives you a lot of stuff because there's a lot of stuff on Twitch that isn't gaming. We're not gaming right now. I know we're talking about games, but this is a talk show, and there are content creators that make music, and there are cosplayers that manufacture props and and stuff that isn't necessarily just about gaming. So calling it Prime Gaming. Um, I've seen that there's that angle of it's it's too general because uh, it's not always gaming, but but I don't know. Maybe maybe because I'm from a gaming stance, that doesn't resonate with me. Uh, maybe I'm I, I'm um, not the right person to be having that conversation because Twitch came from gaming and everything that is here is from gaming. So the fact that that is referenced as gaming kind of nods back to the foundation of Twitch. Um, and we've got Prime Movies, Prime Film, uh, Prime Music, Prime Video, or whatever it was, not film, Prime yeah. uh, Prime Gaming kind of ties into that, uh, that naming mantra from Amazon's perspective. Um, so I, I don't have that much issues with it. If, if I got something else that wasn't for a video game under the Prime Gaming banner, I wouldn't be that annoyed. It'd be like, well, I'll still get some free, but I don't know. What, what, do, what do you guys think? What do you think, babe? I think just having it the same name and convention as the rest of them makes it easier uh, under their umbrella, if I'm being honest. I mean, it wasn't difficult anyway, um, but from the outside looking in, if you've got, if you're looking at the Amazon website and they've got them listed there, like Prime Video, Prime Music, Prime Gaming, uh, as you go down the list, it's just, they're all named the same. Well, the same prefix, just whatever it is afterwards. I think that's, for simplicity reasons, it's, the right thing but i mean i i mean i don't i don't necessarily get the argument of because it's called prime gaming that that puts us in the category with everybody else i i think i think we could probably all agree <clears throat> in most cases that twitch was pretty much a, a streaming website for people playing video games fair enough it's expanded since then but twitch you know no one goes onto twitch really to watch anything else other than games there is categories there for you to be able to watch cooking shows if you want to or watch bob ross paint um, whatever it is that he's painting for the day, but primarily Twitch is for people who play video games. So I don't see a massive problem with it. But then again, I'm not uh, I'm not part of the Twitch scene that doesn't play video games or stream them. I'm not painting anything. Yeah. Maybe we like I say maybe we're not in the right position to have that argument. But like I say, we came we we make content that isn't video gaming. Um, but we come into it via video gaming, so maybe it doesn't apply to us. But but either way, either way, it all means the same thing. You get exactly the same stuff, and they're talking about making it so that you can get even more, which is always what you always say when you're talking about new market changes. All for the better and for the good for the future with the more and the things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do you know what? Not much difference. The only thing that you need to check, though, is if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, uh, then make sure you've got a Twitch Prime, and if you have one, feel free to use it on Ice Cream Plus right now, because you'll get access to our exclusive emotes in the chat. And not only that, Amazon Prime subscribers get access to the loot drop too. So um, if you want to win yourself an Ice Cream Uploads uh, baseball cap, I this one right in front of me, if you want to win one of these bad boys, complete with the Twitch glitch on the side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, then, yeah, you know, Amazon Prime's get, that, uh, get into, the, into those giveaways too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we are going to wrap things up. Thank you very much, everyone, for being in the stream for an hour and 25 minutes, plus the gifted subs uh, and everyone else just hanging around. It does mean a lot. A little bit of housekeeping before we go, though. Exclamation mark. Give away. Boom. In the chat. 
There you go. That is a tweet that we have um, pinned to our uh, Twitter channel, uh, Twitter account even, um, where we are giving away a retro gaming console. Go check that tweet out and you can enter there. There is also daily entries as well. So if you've entered already and you think, oh, I've done it, whatever, um, but you want to increase your chances of winning a console, there are daily entries. So make sure you go in and check the daily entries as well, just so you can keep going. So basically... Um, each time you enter, you get yourself a ticket into the raffle. Uh, and whoever has the most tickets has the better chance of winning. Um, so, yeah, if, if you if you want to increase your odds, then make sure you're in, 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 enter the dailies too. One ticket is all it takes to win, though. So, you know, anyone could still win. So make sure you go check that out. Um, the other thing, obviously, is Loot Drop, which we've mentioned. All subscribers get entered into our Loot Drop. We'll have a post going out this week about when we're actually going to do the Loot Drop so you know when you need to be a subscriber. By. And then the final thing to mention, uh, because we've... It's the lovely people exclamation mark muscle moose if you want any goodies for yourself while you're watching us live on twitch you want some energy drinks you want some some energy shots maybe some nachos or even just a flapjack or some beaver bars uh then uh, muscle moose.co.uk you can use code ice cream 25 to get 25 percent off a whole quarter off your order that's that's huge that's huge anyway anyway before we disappear babe uh sat there with sonic the hedgehog and your WWF championship belt behind you. Uh, anything you'd like to add to the stream? Uh, yeah, as always, guys, if you do see any video game news that's knocking around the social media platform of your choice, then do feel free to get in contact with us. All you need to do, you've got two ways to do it. Find us at Ice Cream Rutland across all major uh, platforms, social media platforms, shall I say. Uh, the second way is uh, to join our Discord. Now, for those of you that are in the chat, you'll have a link being supplied to you now. For those of you that are watching this on demand, uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, the link may still be there, but if you're watching this on YouTube, literally, <clears throat> just go onto our Twitch page. In fact, it should be in the link below as well, uh, in the uh, information, content, whatever it's called, the blurb. Um, so yeah, just click on it, click on it there, you'll be fired over to the Discord. There'll be a little area there called the Scoop. All you need to do, again, drop in your thoughts and feelings, as well as the link below, and then we'll give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Grader? 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. Um, Ad says it's so nice. I'm drinking blue raspberry. Uh, do you know what? Bam! I was drinking blue raspberry yesterday because um, the people at uh, Muscle Moose said to me that it's a, it's a good pre-workout drink. So I uh, smashed myself my my blue raspberry. I now have an empty can in the fridge, you know, just for product placement. But my blue raspberry has been gone. It's done, and it was good. It was good. It was good. I, I'm saving the green apple till last because I think that's going to be the one that resonates with me. But we will see. We'll see. Anyway, have yourselves a fantastic day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to jump back on after we end this stream for a little bit of PUBG. So if you do want to stick around uh, for some PUBG, then feel free. Feel free. Feel free. Um, if not, we'll be back tomorrow with the scoop, 10 a.m.-ish, and then we'll have Masters of the League once again back tomorrow. We didn't have a very good day in Masters of the League yesterday. I won't go into it now, but yeah. we're hoping to turn things around tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you then. If not, uh, have yourselves a fantastic day. And what are they going to do, babe? You've got to stay frosty. That was well weird. You said it. Your face just didn't uh, link up with your mouth whatsoever, but it's fine. <laughs> Bye.